go. Did you have a plan? No. That's it. Did it work? It's recording. Gotta work, gotta work, gotta work, gotta work, gotta work. What's that? Uh, it's from SpongeBob. Oh. Classic. Oh. 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 Oh, I'm spicy. I like it. Woof. <clears throat> yeah, didn't give us any preparation for that, did we? I just need to get some energy. So I'm going to do this. Okay. It's helping. Is it working? No. <laughs> no. A little no. bit. Well. Thomas said that I um, am flipping my hair too much now. Oh, because it's too long? Well, all these curls <laughs> just are everywhere. I talk about these curls one more time. Read this one. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> Those poor oranges. I love memes. <laughs> Clever. Oh, I just got your text message. I'll believe it when I see it. I'm here, bitch. Oh, welcome. I was here early for the first time in ages. There was a funny one that I saw today that I shared with... A Mimi? Uh-huh. I shared mm-hmm. with Thomas, and mm-hmm. he, he moderately blew some air through <laughs> out of his nose. <laughs> but I don't know where it is now. Okay, perfect. <laughs> but I'll just go look. That's what we do for that's the what first we couple do. minutes. We right? look for, for Mimi's. I mean, that's kind of what we do uh, all the time. In life. So, yeah. Um, but... We were recording on a Wednesday today because I get to go see a movie tomorrow. I'm so excited. Oh, that's why you switched it? You didn't? I told you that. No. Yes. I said, what, are you going to celebrate Cinco de Mayo? And you had said that tomorrow is May the 6th. Oh, did I just ruin everything for you? Is it not out tomorrow? <laughs> no, it is out tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow's <laughs> May the 5th, like that. I mean, it comes out May 6th, but, you know, they always... <laughs> Put it the, the first, like, out earlier. What if I was like, oh, shit, I'm going on Friday. <laughs> no. And I would laugh. I mean. Is it for Friday? I, I mean, I already blocked up my schedule, so. You this s- all, the this, whole day I can't come to work. day. No. I what is I, it, Moonlight? It, mo- no, Moon moon Knight already happened. <laughs> moonlight. Moonlight Sonata? <laughs> no. Multiverse of Madness has come out, so it'll be all exciting. Of madness spoilers. No, okay, do not. Because there's are. a lot of them that are out there. Do not say that. Well, <gasps> don't. I'll just tell you. Don't. Things are going to be wild there. <laughs> I will flip this table. It is not out until Friday. Yeah, but they have showings the day before. Where? Everywhere. No. Well, look for tickets on Thursday. No. 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 But that's what they they always do that for the the big premiere. Premiere. It's not multiverse of madness. It's the Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange multiverse of madness. Yes. You don't even know what you're talking about. I do. <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> well, it says that they are available tomorrow at three p.m. Do what? It comes out May six, but you can watch it the day before. Starting at 3 p.m. Uh-huh. What? Midnight premiere. <laughs> at 3 p.m. I guess so. I guess so. Paw Patrol is for sure copaganda. But I don't know how to... T- how do I tell my daughter that without ruining her life? <laughs> I did see that one. Because <laughs> I liked it. You, yeah. Was that why I saw it? Or did you Probably. see it because I liked it? No. 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 <laughs> Can also someone awesome. explain this to me like I'm a cat? 
<laughs> that's funny. Yeah. I like that. That's a, that's a good comedy. Twitter, sometimes, uh, while it might be doom scrolling, uh, is also kind of funny. We're not allowed to be on there anymore, though. Why? Because Muskie owns it. Oh, yeah. Does he actually own it yet? Or is it like still like... I don't know. Like, ooh, whoa. Like, what's I think he does. I but like, has he, he has he implemented any changes yet that we know of? Just Twitter circles posting more often or something. Mm. Mm. And he's making everyone mad because he's like, "Oh, you guys are the the left is too extreme," and I'm like, "The left is conservative." Yeah, for real. Now, yeah, don't. We're not gonna get into that. We're here to have fun. We're having fun. I'm having so much. We fun. having fun. We're having fun <laughs> right now. We're having a, just a lot of fun. Lots of fun. Lots of fun. <laughs> Okay, that was too much fun for yeah, for just that second there. Anyone else's anxiety just making them shake, <laughs> rattle? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, nothing. Um, what happened to you this week that's not related uh, to anything negative in the world? Oh my god, let me tell you. Um, I decided to go back to the gym after not going for three weeks. Uh huh. How'd that go? It was okay. You it feel was like fine? Nothing changed. Yeah, but I know I was probably doing too much there. I should have probably done something. Yeah, less. so tomorrow you're going to be real like. But I have to go again. Yeah. Because I got to get back in a habit, you know? Yeah. Habit forming. And I decided like to not wear a mask at the gym. I can't believe you've been doing that, though. It's not that bad. But now, like, when you wear the mask at the gym and you're, like, really sweaty and, and you're doing the, 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 mm-hmm. the you know, breathing and, yeah. and such. Um,. You know that like cold throat feeling of when you're breathing heavy because you've been doing activity. You yeah. don't get that with no, the mask. No, you just get very hot, humid, your own breath. <laughs> and I think I prefer the very hot, humid, my own breath. I don't like the cold throat feeling. I don't think I like that. Okay. I I would have to disagree. I'm gonna put the mask on <laughs> after the exercise. So you're gonna take it off during the exercise when you're breathing heavily, mm-hmm. and then put it back on to go from machine to machine. No, I'm going to do the heavy exercise, breathing heavy, then mask on. Seems a little backwards and useless, but... Well, <laughs> well. that's me. <laughs> backward <laughs> and useless. <laughs> Please welcome to Saves. Make lots of noise for backward and useless. All my clothes are always backwards. Uh-huh. I'm... Uh, crisscross. Crisscross. That's mm-hmm. to say riffraff. R- <laughs> what? Riffraff is also a rapper. Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> um... Thinking nostalgically, what fashion would you like to return to? 70s, 60s, 50s, 80s, 90s. The Gen Zers are like in the 90s and I don't like it. No. No. You ever have too much spit in your mouth? <laughs> Always. <laughs> that was that moment and my tongue just got glued to my the top of the roof of my mouth. No. Um, oh, fashion. Fashion. You know when I was... Fashion. I think 70s men... Short That's shorts, tank tops, crop now. tops. Oh. So Woof. for a while, I was like, the 70s was the ugliest clothes. Oh, absolutely. And now I'm like, they're not that bad. Oh, they're not ugly. I mean, they are ugly, but I want them. <laughs> yeah, I want jorts from 1980. Mm, yes, cut off jean shorts. High-waisted like short shorts. Like, ooh. Woof. I got made fun of at the gym for fun um, because I wore some really – I have run out of – all of my gym shorts and I wore some like really, really short shorts and I like literally felt naked at the gym. I was like, holy shit. Like, this is a lot of skin. I think they were like three inch inseams and I'm like, okay. 
this is a little too much for me, even for me. And you know, I like to be uh, a whore. You know those um, V slit running shorts? Oh yeah, that like literally ends right at your ass. Yeah. Well, no, they end a little bit below that, and they come with a, a mesh. Amount. Yeah. Uh, I got a pair of those, and I was like, oh, it'll be gym wear. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, that's, uh, it's daring. It's daring. I see gays on Twitter doing it all the time, and I'm like, you guys are just wanting to be fucked. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I sure are. I'm not not trying at this point. Yeah. I start onboarding as a coach on Saturday. Wow. I know you don't give a shit, but. I, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. But it's exciting news for me. So, what board are you gonna get on? The water board. Oh, <laughs> Just dunk me up. So. <laughs> I'm actually pretty excited now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're probably like, hey, where do I sign up to do this? Like, oh no, I don't want to do. It. I just want to watch you. No, no, be like help, help me get waterboarded. <gasps> oh. Oh. Hey, do you remember fireworks? <laughs> oh. <laughs> That was one of the first times meeting your mom and dad, and you and I just standing out in this, out of the lake, just, oh! and they're just like, okay. What the fuck is going on here? Does Chris have two drinks again? The answer is yes. The answer is Do yes. Do you have two drinks right now? Uh, hey, I somehow survived that day. Do not know how I did, but. I only wish, my, my only wish to improve upon that day was that I wish my uh, sister-in-law was there also. Yeah. Because she's very competitive. Yeah. She so, would have made more games. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, the, I somehow did not die during those games, but then I did go lay down on a hard tile floor. Um, and then your mom caught me. And she thought I was dead. And she reminds me about it all, all the time. time. Hey, remember the time Chris was laying in the entryway on the tile? What's his deal? <laughs> is Chris Is, is Chris he okay? okay? And he, oh, yeah, he's fine. No, no, no. Is he okay? <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't he know didn't how to find love that. as a small child. <laughs> he didn't feel the warmth of a kind human being. Just a cold darkness. Wow. Where did that come from? I don't know. <laughs> Whoa, let's get going. Let's Have you ever tried uh, make scrapes? <laughs> before <laughs> well you did tell me that there's new flavors of what claw out there there are yes and i'm gonna order them already okay you're gonna Not order, order them shipped them. here no i'm gonna i'm gonna order them in which one i think i'll like the best. oh okay citrus yuzu first do you think citrus yuzu will be first i love a good yuzu i'm interested why they have two citrus flavors because pomelo is a citrus yeah but it's basically a grapefruit yeah. and how do you make grapefruit tropical pomelo there's nothing tropical about a grapefruit. Pomelos are tropical. No. Anyways, continue. I'm sorry. Yuzu. Uh-huh. Wild berry acai. Mm-hmm. Then pomelo. You think the watermelon lime will be your least favorite? I don't know. Hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm sensing, I'm feeling like it's going to be like a ranch water situation. I'm worried how much lime, if it's the same lime they use for the lime white claws, how much lime they use. Because then that could... Mess up with the watermelon. I want to feel like I'm at a fruit stand mm-hmm. in Cancun. You, w- I would for only white be able claw, to get one of those flavors. For for white claw, you would have to be like standing across the street from the fruit stand with a 
traffic jam in between. Uh huh. Yeah. A lot of lot of uh, cars and yelling at me. Yeah. Hey! A, in a different language. Um, yeah, but it's not. It's not what you would think. No, it's actually like Hindi. Hindi. Like, yeah. Just in Mexico. Hey! Middle of okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hindi in Mexico. <laughs> Norwegian. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ashtar, Ashtar. Cla- classic Norwegian. Klaus. Because it's something that. Klaus. <laughs> they think my name is Klaus. Yeah, and they're just like. Like, no, no, I'm not. I don't. No. I'm just what? trying to drink this white claw. <laughs> mm, fruit stand. This is the best I can do. <laughs> That's the flavor. Yum. Tasty. Okay, someone fly me back. <laughs> you know what you can taste? Recent Gallup polls. <laughs> Recent Gallup polls have shown that Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger at the highest levels in over a decade. While we are growing more and more aware of the effects of stress and Effects of stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. According to studies, there is a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. If you are a dog parent, you probably know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We're always working to reduce our own stress in any way that we can, but what about the anxiety we may have passed on to our dogs? Big Bones has a solution. CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs. And Baked Bones has your dog covered. Made from organic, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out BakedBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. Baked Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 15% using promo code Spoopy 15. Big Bones is LGBTQ owned and operated and is based in Houston, Texas. Big Bones proudly donates 10% of all profits to no kill shelters in the U.S. Need your bones ASAP or want to support small businesses? Big Bones are now available at Man Ready Mercantile in Houston Heights or at Man Ready Mercantile on South Congress in Austin. Big Bones. I would recommend baritone, but you mm. don't have the pipes for it. <clears throat> Whoa. Definitely worse than my Josh Turner. My jo- oh I have a very good Josh God. Turner. Oh my God. That song came on my uh, Spotify earlier, and I'm like, that's it, that's better. Whatever. Did I tell you about Ethel Kane? <laughs> no. Ethel Kane. Whatever. <laughs> so, I love Ethel Kane. Is it like a, a 1950s singer? No. She is 24. <laughs> and her name's Ethel? Yeah. Well, I think Ethel Kane is her stage name. I think her name is Hayden. Oh. From what I what I gleaned from Wikipedia. So you listened to a song and then went to her Wikipedia page immediately? Immediately. Okay. Immediately. Love it. That's what I do. Yeah. I love to read well, about did, people. Have you ever heard of Ariana Grande? <laughs> Who? I'll, I'll look her up right now. <laughs> I mean, big ponytail. Oh yes, <laughs> biggest ponytail. Biggest ponytail. When people see ponytails, immediately think her ponytail <laughs> bigger than God. <laughs> she is a woman. <gasps> well, that says that right here. Full circle. I do see it. It's on the screen. I sure do. Anyways, tell me more about. Oh yeah. So Ethel Kane. Mm-hmm. Um, she gives me Lana Del Rey vibes, and I don't like Lana Del Rey. Uh. And it's very good. Yeah. Uh, she stylizes her music after Gregorian chants. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. So there's no rhythm to it. No, there's a rhythm. 
It's there. Okay. Do you want to pause and listen to some? Sure. Oh my god, love is king. That's pretty good. Not not quite what I would say Gregorian chant, but yeah. It is Gregorian chanting. Okay, okay. It is inspired. Uh-huh. I didn't say it is exactly Gregorian chant, you fucking idiot. Yeah, but Gregorian chant is just like... Yeah, it's in there. But there's only one voice. That's singing. Mama, that's singing. No. <laughs> Do you want to try the Halo theme with me? Who? The Halo theme. Like the video game? Yeah. I don't know that. That's one. a Gregorian chant at the beginning. I don't, I don't know. Uh... I can't do it alone. I'm just singing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know it. It's not chanting. I'm I never, just singing. I never uh... played Halo. Just, what? what? I it didn't have an Xbox. How did you play uh, Oblivion? Uh, PlayStation. PlayStation Three, I believe. You were on the PlayStation. PlayStation. Crowd? Yes. Wow. I wasn't. Uh, I was actually more Nintendo. Uh, I was the one that was given all the Nintendo stuff because my brothers didn't care about it. And I was like, I'm going to play Sims. Like, not even like Sims. It was like, my Sims, which was like, had nothing to do with Sims. It is my first pet. Yeah. Harvest Moon. I played a lot of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Very gay games. Yeah. City building games. Mm-hmm. All great. Dog groomer. Yep. My pet groomer. Nintendo dogs. Do you remember that? Did you ever have a DS? I did, but I would never have bought that game. Oh, I absolutely, it came with the DS whenever I bought it. Uh, I played that game way too much. We had actual dogs in my house, and I played that instead of playing with the actual dogs in the house because... Hey, digital dog. Digital dog. I like. I had to take care of it. I had to pick up a poop. Like, I had a... there In, like, 1998, there was a really popular, like, toy dog thing. Tamagotchi. No. Oh. Like a little dog. The... And he had like a button on his head, and he would just do stuff. And I wanted one, and I got it. Well, well what did he do? You just push he the like button, walk around, and they'd bark and walk <laughs> and wag his tail. They'd bark and walk, and, and... The, the ears would go. Whoop, 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 uh-huh. whoop. I wonder if my Nintendo dogs are dead. Yeah, how old would they be now? <laughs> they would be dead. I, I play. Used to play that back whenever I was in. Like junior high, whenever it came out, essentially. So many, many moons ago, they'd be dead. Oh, there it is. That's the exact dog. What is it called? Hasbro Eye Dog. Oh, I had one of those. The I I had a parrot too. I had a cat. I got all of those, and literally they were used. Oh no, no, wait! I had this one. I had this one. I had the the blue one. Oh, yeah. I mean, I had, I think mine were all like all silver, but it's the same one, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had one too. <gasps> Robot dogs. Mm-hmm. How, can I get one still? I had the cat and I had the parrot because my, well, technically I didn't. All my siblings got them, and whenever they got them, they were like, I don't want these. Because so, they literally played with them for a day, and they're like, they don't do anything. So I would take them around the house and pretend that they were my actual animals. When I had actual dogs in the house, three of them. Yeah, but. <clears throat> but it's just not they the didn't same. Like you. Exactly. No, they I didn't. also had this other robot toy. There it is. Rad 1.0. No, I did not have that one. Yeah, so it was a robot, and they were very, uh, <laughs> very misleading in their advertising that was like, it can bring you a pop. And I was like, ah, yeah. 
<laughs> I love that. I think I remember seeing these commercials of them, like, picking up whatever, like, some yeah, random thing and, like, and bring it, it to you. Yeah. And I was like, shit, let me yeah, do I'm that. I'm going to do that. And we lived in a two-story <laughs> And you rolled it on the stairs? <laughs> no. What? And I was like, that's how I get it. And I was like, okay, well, I got to bring the robot downstairs to go get the pop. But then why? So then you would walk all the way down the stairs. <laughs> and then I'd have to go in the fridge. <laughs> Put the pop in his hand and then drive it back to myself. <laughs> That's very misleading. <laughs> I mean, I got it to do what I wanted. You did. With a lot of extra steps. You, Lots of you extra steps. A lot of extra steps. A lot of extra steps. You had to do most of them, but he did carry it for you for he a sure stint. Did. Sure did. Did you have any spills at all ever? I wouldn't open it before I got it. Okay, that's at least smart. You know, there. Uh, me, I definitely would have opened it. And be like, oh, pfft, oh shit! My mom would be like, that fucking dumbass kid, <laughs> that gay little bitch. I can't wait to bury him. <laughs> oh no! Yes. <laughs> Literally. 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 Tell me about another toy you had as a child. Um, what you been thinking about? What. <laughs> Uh, we had, uh, I was a weird little kid. Uh, we, do you remember Beast Wars? Did you ever watch that as a mm. kid? I didn't watch it, but I remember hearing about oh, it. Oh yeah. I had a lot of those. Those were, those were popping. Um, I had a lot of Beast Wars. They were, I mean, they were typically about $10 a toy. And my mom was like, I, these are, I can't with you children. And they had, they, they had so many, Ten, $10 for each like transforming little toy. That's what she said. They're like, you can have a toy, but not that. <laughs> it was too much. But, I mean, they were uh, Bionicles. I was those? about to say, you okay. probably played Bionicles. I did play Bionicles. I had a lot of those. A lot of Bionicles. What about, um, I'm trying to remember. It was like an off-brand Pokemon that I used to play. Digimon. No. Oh. Was it? Tamagotchi. Dragon Warrior Monster 2? Off? Shoot of Pokemon. No, it was an off, like a budget. Yeah, oh yeah, I don't mean offshoot, but like, not like a spinoff. I don't know. I do you remember Mega Blocks when they came out and they were trying to be uh, like Legos rival, and everyone's like, "You're not gonna rival Legos. It's not gonna happen." <laughs> You're actually really bad. Yeah, Nobody they were. Them. They didn't stick together at all. They were useless. I remember my little brother getting into like. Because he had asked for Legos, and Legos were expensive, and Mega Blocks were not. <laughs> and so whenever he got them, he was like, uh, the fuck is this? I mean, he didn't say <laughs> the that. The fuck but... is this, <laughs> The bitch? fuck is this? And yeah. he called your mom a bitch, and she was like, oh, and started crying. Yeah. Just kidding. Um, I don't know what I was looking for anymore. I don't care. But I think it was Dragon Warrior. Okay. You want to talk about scary things? <laughs> yeah. What you been, what you been what researching you, about? What you been researching about? Uh, well, I went ahead and tried to do a serial killer today. Uh, I'm still continuing down my notorious uh, serial killer path, essentially, um, that I started a long, long there's time ago. There's a man in your computer. There's a, there's a, and he's scary. He's kind of scary. Um, and uh, I'm going to talk about Michigan's uh, scariest ser- serial killer, or most prolific serial killer. Uh how do you say this name? E L I A S. Elias. 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 Fine. Elias, because um, it's Eli for short. Yeah. Um, Elias. Uh, he uh, is a serial stabber, aka the serial stabber. Um, so his last name is uh, Abulazam. Abulazam. There you go. 
Um, and he was uh, a serial stabber in Michigan. So end of story. End Thanks of story. We're done. So let's move on to the next topic, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay, so he was born in Israel. Uh, Israel. Why did I say it like that? Israel. Uh, to it's a well- Israel. Israel. Uh, to a well-off Christian family. Uh, they the the in Israel. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, they had all the. I mean, Jewish, Muslim. Yeah, but that, usually, that's not usually one of the go-to's. Christian, Jewish, or I mean, it's Islamic. a whole. It's a whole melting pot. It's a great melting pot. Is it a great it's one? A great melting. What would you consider the best melting pot? Um, the restaurant. <laughs> but which one? Um, I only know of one. I only know one. The Galleria. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's one that I went to on Westheimer. You know where I want to go? Hot cheesecake pot. factory. Oh. Why? I've not been in a while. <laughs> I think I've only been to cheesecake factory one time in my life. Oh, it's good. Oh, it's good. It's not even just for the cheesecake. Oh, they have actual food. Uh-huh. The meatloaf is, the meatloaf would slap you. It's, it would slap you. Would it slap me and then tell me that I've been a bad boy? And then it said, "Eat, bitch. Oh. You don't have the gall. Oh, I don't do. fuck with oh. me." Yes. And then it would somehow pick up your fork and stab your hand. Okay, this it's cross thing, Yeah. Then I'd eat it. And then it consumes me, and I become it. a murderer. Become? I am a murderer. <laughs> Murdering me this too. podcast. I have that meatloaf. <laughs> I had that meatloaf. I have done it. Uh, yeah, so he, uh, as a kid, they moved to the United States um, after his mother uh, got divorced and remarried. He got a green card, but never got a U.S. citizenship. No, don't know why that matters. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't really change anything about the fact that he killed people or you killed people. Um, so of course, I have not done that. I would like to expressly state that on air that I've not done that. I've become close because you're standing here talking, and every single time you're like, mm-hmm. that's why the, I have these sweet you little chocolates the- <laughs> just to make myself a little calmer when you're talking. <laughs> it's scathing. I scratched the table. I scratched the table. Just kidding. Um, So, according to the State Department, he did apply for a name change from uh, Abulazam to change his name to Abulazam, just spelled differently, Hmm. Um, in March of 1995. Uh, So, until 2008, he worked at uh, at a health center um, in Leesburg, Virginia, now called the North Spring Behavioral Healthcare Center, uh, as a mental health technician, which oddly will be confusing much later on. Because um, he didn't assess his own problems. I think that there were some some deep-seated mental health things that he probably needed to take care of, but apparently was taking care of other people's mental health situations. So <laughs> it is just a, a lose-lose situation for everyone. I, I want to see... <laughs> Come down to Greenbrier, the first drug rehabilitation center made by meth addicts for, for meth, meth addicts. Hey, you want some drugs? No. Oh. Well, listen, have you ever thought about cutting the grass with scissors? Scissors. And doing it in the middle of the night at 3 o'clock and yelling the entire time while doing it. It's great. Well, let me tell you, the grass just gets scared and it doesn't grow. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Overnight. Anyways, here's your medication. Here's your <laughs> you methadone. Want some? I took it off. Oh, God. We're good. <laughs> I scratched very the table. aggressive on the pod today. <laughs> I just have a lot of like uh, hand movements, hand gestures. 
I have, a lot, I have a lot of ang- yeah handmade tale uh, I have a lot of um, anxiety uh, so I'm channeling it through uh, alcoholism I'm so, channeling it to the tips of my fingers and then I knock things over and then I'm them. vibrating yeah it makes sense I'm gonna start taking pre-workout as a caffeine supplement on top of your Red Bull yeah why don't you just mix Red Bull with your pre-workout that's a great idea <laughs> what a great I think, idea I think it'd be really smart two different flavors though I'll, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. Okay. I'll just I'll do the same flavors to yeah. start. Okay. Yeah. Start with like watermelon, lime, lime, watermelon lime. and lime, so yeah. I can feel like it's gonna get to. The, yeah. yeah. What if you mix your white claw with your Red Bull? No, the other way. The pre workout. Pre workout. Sorry. Get drunk a little bit and then work out. I did do that on Tuesday yesterday. I went out to a, uh, a lunch with a client, and we had some champagne. Went to a appointment after that, and then went to work out. It was uh, definitely something. Yeah, I don't want to lift anything heavy if I've been drinking. It was mostly uh, cardio, so it made me I feel a little bit better. I also don't want to do that. Yeah. Well, I did. <laughs> and I didn't die. I'm a great coach. <laughs> Guys. You don't want to come? Just get a little drunk <laughs> before you come. And it'll make everything easier. All the inhibitions of want, going to the gym will just melt it away. Melt away. It's fine. And then when you get here, we'll have a cup of water waiting for you, and you can just get to it. You drink that water, and you'll be okay. And I mixed it with pre-workout. And ready break. <laughs> and time, vodka. Time for jazzercise. <laughs> Wait. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to try jazzercise. Oh, yeah? Did Did you try any of those programs that you sent me from the, the YMCA? No. Hmm. I'm sad. You should do that. I should. Because I don't know what to do with the weights. What does YMCA stand for? Yes, Mama. Come. Cool with a C. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Queen with a C. Yes, Mama. All right. C- 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 <laughs> Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Well, this YMCA here in uh, Houston, definitely. Yes, Gays Mama, everywhere. come on. Yes, Mama, come on. <laughs> that works. That works. Uh, anyways, I got to scroll down here real fast just to... To yes, Mama, come on. <laughs> yes. Um, no, I just wanted to type something real fast, really loudly, so that everyone could hear. So, um, after he moved, uh, after this, he moved to Michigan, uh, where he then worked as a clerk at a market, um, in a town called Beecher, uh, from July 5th to August 1st of 2010. So he worked there for a total of, like, three weeks. Hmm. <laughs> um, most of his customers knew him at, wait, was it three weeks? No, it was two years, sorry. <laughs> I lied. It, well, but that's, that's, that's an easy distinction. It to... says July 5th to August 1st of 2010. But I don't think that that was all within 2010. Because it says until 2008, which means that he moved to Michigan in 2008. And that's annoying. Yeah, and he just hung out there. He, <laughs> he just had there. a job for – this. honestly, researching this was a little difficult because everything was just all over the place. So I had to make it my own. And I did it my own. Um, so most of his customers knew him as Eli. Uh, he was uh, cited – for uh, giving alcohol to a minor on July 29th, the same day as a 59-year-old man in nearby Flint, Michigan, was stabbed. Um, 
Uh, Abulazem married a woman named Jessica Hurth, also known as Jessica Nimitz or Jessica Abulazem, uh, on July 30th of 2004. He repeated, uh, reportedly uh, subjected her to repeated emotional abuse. After they divorced in 2007, Abulazem then remarried again. Jessica and her parents later expressed shock after he was later accused of murders and stabbings. Spoiler alert! That's so, I had no idea. So gracie. Um, so in Genesee County, which is the county that has Flint, Michigan in it, uh, on August 4th of 2010, it was announced that there was a series of stabbings dating back to about May 2010 where uh, it was kind of the work of one man. And there was a multi-jurisdiction ta- uh, jury... St- Lord multi-jurisdictional task force that was set up to investigate um that's a big old word that's a big old word um the next week on august 9th of 2010 police in leesburg which is a city nearby connected three hammer attacks against black men there via the victims' descriptions of the suspect video surveillance footage of the attacks that matches uh the description and vehicle and uh the similar mode of operation uh next day the of operandi uh, a modus of operandi uh the next day toledo police claimed a stabbing of a black man there also toledo toledo it's ohio ohio and michigan aren't that far apart well okay okay um it's not like texas <laughs> where you drive literally 12 hours and you're still in texas i don't like that about yeah texas. no yeah no well i don't, I don't like, like much i don't like much there's not much it's not i mean it's not much. It um, gestures wildly. Enchiladas. Ooh. Tex-Mex food. <laughs> Margaritas, one. chips, and queso. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Oh, that's tomorrow, yeah. Except this podcast will come out on Sunday. So happy. Oh, you missed it. <laughs> Did you celebrate? I hope you <laughs> guys us, celebrated. Tell us how you enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. So, um... So Abulazem was arrested on August 5th of 2010 in Arlington, Virginia, during a routine traffic stop. Uh, what does routine mean? Like, like just a, a common, like, speeding or ran a red light or something like that? Okay. Yeah. Um, he was taken into custody, custody because uh, it was, like, routine. Like, they just, like, routinely, oh, I'm just going to pull up this random person. Yeah, you know, make sure they're not doing anything wrong. Looking at you, New York State. <laughs> How dare... Did you get a ticket in New York? Is that why? No, they had a stop and frisk policy. Oh, yeah, yeah, Uh, And then people died. Uh, So he was taken into custody because he had a warrant out for his arrest for a simple assault and later released on personal bond. So he was released at this point. So his legal address was technically in Bradenton, Florida, according to this warrant, though he had previously lived in Grand Blanc, Michigan, according to state records. Uh, Abulazem most recently lived in a house belonging to his uncle in on Maryland Avenue on Flint's east side. So he has addresses all over the place, but apparently his legal address was Bradenton, Florida. So I was like, are you filing your taxes from Florida? I, I don't I don't know. Um, actually, that brings up a, ver- a very valid point. I've seen a multiple of my friends like get jury summoned, and I've never been summoned for jury. You've said that before. Yeah, and it makes me question whether or not the government knows where I live or if jury summons have been sent to some random place. So maybe I have a warrant out for my arrest. Can you get a warrant for not going to jury? Yes, you can get in troubles. I think you get fined. Do you get a warrant? I don't know. I don't know enough about law. I wouldn't look into it and wait for it to really spiral out of control, and then I'll call the police. You're talking about my life or this warrant? Either. That's true. 
Both can happen at the same time. <laughs> hey, what are we talking? Culmination. Culmination. I do like culmination. Culmination. Maybe that's for What's what that? YMCA what stands for. What is? Yes, Mama. Culmination. Abroad. Abroad. <laughs> A foot. Oh. We're on to something. We are on to something. What? What did? What? Where did that jingle that I just said come from? Came from. Culmination. That's not culmination, obviously. Constipation? No, it's not. No, it's culmination. Something like that. It's no. reading rainbow. Reading rainbow. No, it's not that. I don't know. It'll come to me. Um, so police and process. Maybe that's what the C stands for. Come. Is that too far? Yes, mama. Come. <laughs> come. I. Uh, we, I mean, z- never mind. Um, so po- I. Uh, police. I mean, if it's YMCA, then what it actually stands for, it could be Young Man's Come Association. Because there is not any Christian anymore. No, 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 there are Christian in those locker those rooms, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Excuse me, let me flip my curls. It's curls, they're curls. It's, I'm going to get a perm. This is a wavy I'm going to get a straight perm. The, and so they'll you, still be curly. If you get a perm, then it'll be curlier no. than your waves that you currently have. I have lovely curls. Curls! Curls! No, anyways. Um, I don't know anything about that. No. So, uh, police and prosecutors claimed that between May and August of 2010, uh, Abu would drive around late at night, approach small framed men who were walking alone, ask for directions or help oh, fixing his vehicle. framed. He didn't ask him. Um, and uh, it, which his vehicle was a green colored Chevrolet Trailblazer. Very suspicious. suspicious. Very suspicious. And you drive a Chevrolet. I don't know anything about cars. Uh, he would then stab them, usually in the chest or stomach. Uh, and his uh, alleged victims uh, have been mostly black. And police in the Leesburg uh, in Leesburg suspect. The attacks may have been racially motivated, since the population there is mostly white. Genesee County pro- uh, prosecutors, however, have declined to speculate on this motive, while noting the population of Flint is mostly black. So they, since he, I guess, did attacks in both uh, areas, they were like, no, it's not racially motivated. I'm like, baby, it literally is. You guys are just, I, I mean, it's definitely like racist. Police department, essentially. Um, ACAB. Ha! So, uh, Abulazem is also suspected of having stabbed a friend in the face with a screwdriver while on a visit to his family in Ram- Ramla, Israel. Uh, so, he's already got that. <laughs> he stabbed a friend on in a family visit in the face with a screwdriver. I'm like, we, you got some problems, dude. Um, so, police did not pursue the case at that time because a friend refused to press charges. Uh, honestly... If any single person that I know tried to stab me in the face or did stab me in the face, uh, I absolutely would press charges on them. Wow. Wow. Are you gonna are you gonna do it? Where's my screwdriver? <laughs> I wouldn't use a screwdriver. Oh. Kitchen. What would knife? I use? Uh bat. Baseball bat. You're gonna stab me in the face with a baseball bat. Yeah. <laughs> Take this. Ah, my nose. <laughs> oh no. What? And it'd be like poop. <laughs> and then you'll call the police. He stopped me. I'd be like, how could I stab him? It was a bat. It was a bat. I just hit him really hard with this bat. And his nose is broken. Yeah, it's so funny. It's so funny. It's comedy. (laughs) 
so funny. It's so hilarious. Anyways, uh, I'm hanging up now. Bye. <laughs> Peace. Um, yeah. Yes, so, bestie. Yes, we're. Oh my god, besties. Uh, so Leesburg police uh, have said that Abuluzem is also a suspect, or was also a suspect in an unsolved homicide uh, in March of 2009. So basically, at this point, he had been arrested once. They have all this, like, idea of what he's done and what he's doing. And they're like, no, he can go. Couldn't be. Couldn't be him. But we have him. Uh, so Abuluzem was then arrested a second time by U.S. Customs and Border Protection officers on August 11th of 2010. So all this happened within a week. Uh, he's really not, not the attacks, but uh, the, I mean, the arrest. Charging. Yeah. Um, at 10 p.m. in the Hearts, Jack, uh, Hartsfield-Jackson Atlanta International Airport. I've been there. I have been there too. Uh, while preparing to board a Delta Airlines flight bound for Tel Aviv, so he was he was running, trying to get he out. He was getting out. Uh, so on August thirteenth, two thousand ten, he waived his right to fight extradition to Michigan. His family hired a uh, lawyer from the area, and he was flown to Flint on August twenty sixth, two thousand ten, and was uh, put in jail. So he was lodged in jail. Uh, he was held in solitary confinement, likely for his own safety, because he had scarred a lot of lives with his actions, uh, according to the Genesee County Sheriff uh, at the time. At his arraignment, he was ordered, held without bond by the judge, uh, even after the prosecutor asked for $10 million bail. During the evidentiary hearing uh, for the murder case of Arnold Minor, uh, the judge ruled that the evidence of the Genesee County attacks could also be used in the trial. So basically all these attacks that he was maybe um, thought to be involved in, they were like, well, you got evidence on that. Bring it in. I'm like, combine all of it. So the trial began on May 8th of 2012. Uh, the prosecution's key piece of evidence was a drop of uh, Arnold Miner's blood on the pants, uh, on a pair of pants found on Abulazim's luggage. Uh, on 50, uh, in Abulazim's luggage, sorry. Uh, on May 15th, the prosecution rested after calling 50 witnesses, including other victims and their relatives, as well as several forensic experts, in addition to Abulazim's uncle, who assisted police in his capture. Uh, two days later, on May 17th, Abulazim's attorneys presented an insanity defense because that's what you do apparently Next so step. yeah he's he, uh, he's crazy um their sole expert uh witness was a psychiatrist hired hired by his attorneys who diagnosed him with paranoid schizophrenia and said that abulism told him that he committed the crimes because of evil spirits Ooh, blame the ghost bit the ghost was sitting there like Bitch, I don't do that. I had nothing to do with this. I was just sitting here mind my own business. I was just woo-woo-wooing at you. I, did, I picked up that knife. I was like, ooh, I'm going to get you. And then you ran off. You're the one that did it. I was, I was just woo-woo-wooing at you. I was just woo-woo-wooing at you. So I had a dream like uh -huh. three nights ago or something. And it was, uh, I don't know, I was in some weird place where I was um, in the, the clown from It was there and some old friends that I used to have were old there. acquaintances and uh I was like looking at the TV like I was with all the friends and I was looking at the TV and all of a sudden in the like the reflection of the TV I could see the clowns it oh no and there was another clown two oh, clowns no. so there was it and then there was another clown and I was like oh shit and I guess he had murdered some of my friends before and I was like 
he's there. He's going to try to get us again. And so I pulled the TV off and broke the TV. And apparently that You did that in real life? Oh. No. (laughs) Turned him into a real clown. And then I went over and I beat him up. Ooh, take this. How did you, how, how did you, how do you think you fought? Like you actually like real punching, like get Yeah, them? no, I pushed him over and then I. Take this, take this, take this. And uh, <laughs> I started talking in my sleep and I was apparently like, I was like cheering because I had uh, beat the clouds. In your sleep? Yeah. <laughs> and this woke me up because I was going. <laughs> and then apparently uh, I was like oh I, I was startled awake and then he was like are you okay I said yeah I'm just beat up a clown and I turned to him and got in his ear and I said You were gonna kill me. <laughs> I thought you thought I was a clown and you were gonna beat me up. There were two of them. But so that means you only killed one. I know. So then you were gonna kill Thomas. I'm coming for the other one. <laughs> I think the only I mean, I have all sorts of crazy nightmares too. I think the only instance that I was ever told that uh, I had done something was uh um my ex was next to me. I think he was either working on homework or playing video games and I'd fallen asleep, like kind of but like not quite. And then at some point I just went, Hey, <laughs> and he's like, what? Yes. <laughs> and I, I like woke myself up like, well, I don't even remember what I was dreaming about, but I did. <laughs> hey, that was it. I yeah. like that. Um, I've woken myself up crying before. That was I've also fun. Too. Yeah. Pillows like soaking wet. Like, Oh, I'm not oh. done. Ooh. No. That's a new one for you? Yeah. I thought the dogs were howling. (laughs) What if Kennedy started howling when you were doing that? (laughs) Because you know he does that. (laughs) He's doing it right now. Kennedy. He's dead asleep. I love you. (laughs) Don't talk to me. Don't wake me. It's past 9 p.m. Literally. Um, So anyways. So, yeah. Evil spirits. So the doctor also said that uh, Bulism told him that he had attempted suicide in uh, 1997 and was diagnosed by... Uh, diagnosed as psychotic by an uh, Israeli psych, uh, law, psych, psychologist. 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 Oh, Lord. In 2009, uh, the prosecution then was like, uh, yeah, you're not a real psychiatrist. Uh, or, I'm sorry, he was a real psychiatrist. But his expertise was in addiction medicine. They're like, you are not, you, you deal with people on drugs, not this man who's got schizophrenia. Uh, the next day, the prosecution refuted the psychiatrist's diagnosis with two of their own mental health experts. Both of them testified on behalf of the prosecution that uh, and agreed that although Abulazim has an unspecified personality disorder, he lacked empathy. His attacks were too planned out. And organized for him for to be considered legally insane. So he thought about it. He knew he was doing it. So on May 22nd of 2012, only after an hour of deliberation, the jury found Abulazim guilty of minor's murder. On June 25th of 2012, Abulazim was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. This is where I get a little irritated. He had a lot of charges. 
for for the um I mean, for stabbings. So on August 26th of 2000, I'll go through these fast. 26th of 2010, Genesee County Prosecutor's Office charged him with one count of assault with the intent to commit murder for an attack on July 27th of 2010. On September 20th of 2010, he was charged with four additional counts of assault to commit murder. The victims in those crimes are Bill Fisher, who was attacked in June 20, on June 26th of 2010, Richard Brooker, who was attacked on July 20, uh, 19th of 2010 in Genesee Township, uh, Etwin um, Wilson, who was attacked on August 1st of 2010 near Pearson Road in northern Flint, and Devon Rawls of Flint. Uh, on August 8th of 2010, an Ohio grand jury indicted Abulism and charged him with uh, felonious assault in the stabbing of a church janitor, Tony Leno, in Toledo, Ohio. On October 21st of 2010, he was charged with murder in the stabbing deaths of Frank Killebrew and Darwin Marshall of Flint, Michigan. On November 4th, 2010, he was charged with two counts of resisting and obstructing a police officer during uh, a causing injury and three counts of resisting and obstructing a police officer after he attempted to punch a deputy and had to be tasered with the help of four other officers on October 27th of 2010. Like, the, the officer tased you and you were you assaulted him. Like, how did he not end up in jail or something like that at that point? Um, November 12th of 2010, he was charged with malicious destruction of property for smashing out the windows of a car belonging to James uh, Alsberger, who was a boyfriend of a witness of Lucinda Mann. Uh, on uh, Lucinda Mann. Um, on November 23rd, 2010, he was charged with assault with intent to murder in the stabbing of Antoine Jackson on July 12th of 2010 in Burton, Michigan. So all of these cases were thrown out and dismissed. I don't I could not find out why. But they I assumed that it was like, oh well, we already got them. Well, they they do that sometimes just to ensure that they get a charge that sticks and then I guess so. Maybe that like they weren't good enough essentially, but yeah. Like there was all these charges that like attacking the freaking police officer and had to be tased. Like what the fuck? So, um there was also an additional lawsuit to have him deported. So on August 1st of 2014, Abulism filed a case in federal court against the Immigration and Naturalization Service uh, and the United States Attorney General asking to be deported to Israel to face charges of an attempted uh, murder that happened in uh, Lat Run, Israel on October 1st of 2009. His friend that he stabbed in the face with no, the screwdriver? No, so the, that is not his friend. That was Because that never reached a, a criminal case. Uh, he had apparently killed someone oh. <laughs> in Israel. Um, so Michigan authorities believe the lawsuit to be completely frivolous and expect it to be dismissed, noting that it is legally impossible because of Bulism's life without parole status, since convicts cannot be deported until their full sentence is served. And since he's serving life without parole, he's not going anywhere. Literally going to die in prison. Um, so overall, there were 18 people that were stabbed, um, and five people died. But he only got charged with one. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, and he's still currently in prison. Good. So, yeah, that's where he's at right now. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's uh, Eli Abulism. Elias. Elias. Sure. Well. Yeah, that's something. So that that was Michigan's situation. Sitch. Sitch. I couldn't remember where I'd left off, so I'd, like, skipped a few states. <laughs> what was your last one? I don't know. I haven't done it What's in a while. M, Minnesota. You must have done Minnesota. So I did John Joubert from Maine. Do you remember that? Did I do Joseph Matheny? 
I think I did, yes. I did, I did do that. Oh, the last one you did was... uh... Like last week? Yeah. Oh, I haven't done uh, one of these ones in a while. Oh, because you'd forgotten. I'd for no, I just had other things that I was doing. Yes. You did Dorothea last Puente. Week, yeah, I, so last week I did The Great Mill Disaster, Dorothea Puente before that, and then I did a theme park disasters, Panspermia, uh, the Tri-State Tornado, and then I did Joe Matheny, yeah. So that was six weeks ago. Wow, you're just dropping the ball. But huh? now I'm back. Dropping back. the ball. I just had some other fun topics to do. Uh, you're not committed like me. Oh, my God. Yeah, to you go through. Something since November. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. Like it's literally like essentially almost a month for a each topic. No, each topic. Like, or I'm sorry, each tier. I went a whole year for the whole thing. Has it been a full year? No, it no. would be if I got it to no. October. Yeah, that's true. Which you might. No, I'll no. Next Let's week. start over and find the things that you didn't complete the research on and do those ones. I'll just find a new. Iceberg image. Yeah. Well, someone else that creates a conspiracy iceberg that is not this one, I'd like to know. Icebergs no. are very popular on the internet. No, no. The internet. I, have boyfriend from internet. I have boyfriend from internet. No, I don't. I do not need that. There are lots of them. There's also icebergs for things that are not conspiracy theories, like serial killers, cults. How do you have an iceberg for that? People don't know about the ones at the bottom. The one on the top. Ooh, John Wayne Casey. Oh, yeah. They're the one, okay, the one and then the ones at the bottom, the bottom are obscure. like the, the government. Obscure. Uh, the mm, Wayfair. Obscure. Mm, not, uh, other people. <laughs> kill people. I don't know. Um, I don't know what I'm saying. Um, mm? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Like, see, here. I, uh, serial killer iceberg. Who's at the bottom? Who's... At the who's bottom. the bottom and who's the top? What? Tops ones. Ted Bundy. Okay. Uh, second tier. Eileen Warnos. Yeah. Third How is tier. she second tier? <laughs> like, because she's a little less known than, like, the Zodiac. Oh, yeah. Um, like, H.H. H. Holmes is on there, too. Ed Gein. Third, uh, Axemen of New Orleans. Oh, yeah. Who else do we know on here? Jack the Ripper. Paul Bernardo and Carlo Homolka. Rodney Akala, Carl Panzram, Dean Coral, oh. Ian and Brady, Ian Brady, and Myra Hindley. Don't know a lot about Dean Coral, yeah, which is so impressive. Like he, it's shocking how many, how like because I'll, I'll tell somebody about, like, oh yeah, the the serial killer in the Heights, and like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, how did you? How has no one not heard about this? I mean, I didn't hear about it until I researched it, but still. I don't know how there wasn't documentaries about these things. So they could easily go, could have, and re- uh, interviewed what's the, the two faces that are up in Huntsville in the prison. Um, Wayne Henley and uh, Yeah, Elmer David Wayne Brooks. Henley and David, yeah, David Owen Brooks, uh, which one of them died in prison from COVID. Sucks just suck. Sucks for them. Uh, level four. I don't think I know any of these. Well... Time for a serial killer iceberg. I'm telling you. Uh, we could tackle that one together, though. We could. We could. But I don't want to do anything with you. I-70 killer. I would ne- I talked about that already. That's that's level five. Uh, Anatoly Onoprienko. I think you talked about that, too. No, you talked about Onoprienko. Then it was me. <laughs> um, the Doodler. What? Carl Denke. I talked about him. 
others. Other. Um, I don't know anyone here on level six. Most of them are Japanese for some reason. Because oh. Japanese hide that. I don't know. <laughs> Is that a thing? Takahiro Shirayashi. Maybe it's maybe that's because it's like uh, the the syndicate there, crime syndicate there. Could be. Albert Fish is on level seven. Have we talked about Albert Fish? You have. Did I? Uh huh. Adolfo Costanzo. And then on tier eight, I've never heard of any. I've heard of Harold Shipman before. He, I talked about him. Harold Shipman. He killed two hundred and like something people, maybe up to five hundred. I mean, there's stuff on here. There's stuff on there. He was part of my medical serial killers. The zebra murders? What's that about? Did he kill zebras? Christman Gnipertanga? No. Gilderay? Gilderay? Liver Eating Johnson? I don't know any of these people. <laughs> we got the topic. We to got do. lots to do. But for now, uh-huh. let's go back to the theories. Okay. The conspiracy theories iceberg. Oh, yes. I'm just checking. Just seeing what we need to do. What's the tea when I get up and cool my ears off? Why am I so sweaty? What's it to you, sweaty? I think it's probably because you are extremely overweight. You see how big this chair is? Uh, it's looking pretty small. <laughs> looking pretty precarious I'm eating with it. you in it. Consuming it. Uh, conspiracy theory level nine, of course, is the final understanding is so close you can almost feel it. At last, you've ascended, leaving behind all the conspiracies, all the mysteries, all the unknown and unknown. Finally, you can see past the iceberg. And I should go back to the way that I was doing it before and do the... I know, but that's fun. Rapsberry. Yeah. Um, do it in my, my QVC voice, but it's too late I'm now. I'm doing a great job. It's too late now. Now got to move on so there's only one more level after this level zero um, where things get a little zero, um, like Zed. that's how people say it Zed. where things get really haywire I don't know the more that I read about them and listen to them and stuff like getting ready to do it I'm like I mean that's not so weird that it belongs way on the bottom well I mean some of these I feel like were oddly placed I'll just, <clears throat> we'll get there next week. I'll talk about it next week. But for this week, we got to get back to our dear friend, Tier 9, Level 3. Or, uh, Tier 9, Part, part three. 3. Starting with Holistic Tubes. Oh. <clears throat> so have you ever thought about medicine coming in, like, a battery form? Like, how? but how, like, do I plug it in? Like, well, you could. Or you could just rub it on yourself or something. But specifically, these people want to put them in the ear. Well, how would it get absorbed? I don't know. <laughs> Your ear is not something that you absorb things through. Well, I mean, this goes back to like chakras and energy gathering beings and things like that. So the, the, there's a chakra to enter your, your system through your ears. And these tubes are positively charged with, like, a battery. With like your special ear metals and things. No, it's a, like a tube. Oh, the tube. tube that gets inserted. Okay. Yeah, and then they just put it in your ear, and it me- it's magnetized or something. 
or it's not, and it, it's able to take away your pain. And um, <clears throat> Big Pharma be mad. Because people have created this? That's why nobody knows about it. Oh, because Big Pharma is like, don't do that. Don't do that. That'll give you cancer. But in, in reality... It's curing cancer. But we already talked about already that. You've already been new. We already talked about that multiple times. You that already we already, been we already believe there's a cure for cancer. Or at least I do. Sorry, I don't say we. Them? Tied the believe. knot! <laughs> they are living their lives. I'm happy for them. Oh, I thought you were going to have the, the 31. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you're ugly. I'm just, well, apparently I tied the knot. I'm working on that, okay? Gotta find me a man first, but mm, who knows? Maybe that can never happen. You should try women. Maybe. I think you've been through it long enough. Sometimes Hinge, uh, in the past, I don't get on Hinge very much, but um, it used to just be like, hey, you didn't like any of these people. What about a woman? (laughs) How about Brittany? Do you feel okay about this? I'm like, no. Well, <laughs> it suggests lesbians to you. Mm. I don't know, even know if they're lesbians. They don't. They don't. Uh... No, I want it. Just suggest oh, yeah. lesbians, and yeah. then you both are like something. You know, I'm not here. having any luck. Are you? Yeah. Should we just try it? I, I've gotten likes from women too, and it literally says on my profile like "gay man," like, and I'm like, well, first of all, I don't know why I showed up in your stack. Second of all, um. They're coming on there to bully you. It maybe, but and typically, I hope so. typically you can respond, and I could see that. Remember, they just like like a photo or something like that, and I'm like, this got nothing. Absent-minded. Yeah, swiping. No, it's a robot. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I know. I I know. I'm not that dumb. Oh. You were out there thinking that women were liking, were liking me. your photos. Oh. Who would ever like this? <laughs> Couldn't be anybody. Couldn't be anybody. Could, could never. <laughs> could never. Could never. <clears throat> Cuneiform language and technology. Bless you. Cuneiform. <laughs> Thank you. So you remember, um, uh, what was it called? Naruto. Raina's huh? talking about her friends at school watching Naruto, and I was like, she's like, yeah, it's Naruto or something. Naruto? Like, no, it's Naruto. And she's like, no, I think it's Naruto. I was like, listen, <laughs> I watched it. I was there. I invented the language. I invented the I language. I originated the language. Um, what was it called? Anyways, it's like the, the microchips in, in clay pots. Theory. Oh, yeah. So this is saying that cuneiform is an old language of heavily um, intelligent people, like modern, more modern than we are now. Cuneiform is the language because the writing system was just like, fuck letters. We're just drawing pictures. Emojis. Emojis for life. What if reaction pics were the way that we communicated? We already do. <laughs> no, already I think. use GIFs. I'm not a, I'm not a gen I know. I I don't have enough patience for reaction pics. Every once in a while, I have one. I have one of some of my favorites are the ones whenever it's like um, a photo, uh, like some uh, TV screen pause or like a statue or something like that, and it's like someone holding up. A, sorry, <laughs> someone holding up a phone. I'll show you. Oh, yeah, phone. I'll get there. I have to find it first. But yeah, it's uh, um, quite hilarious. Some guy that we know 
who was a part of an organization that we were in together. I think so, maybe. And he he designs the shirts at that that leathery leather place. Philip something. Philip. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um. He. <laughs> He posted something and one of his friends posted a picture of his face <laughs> and it was, everyone was like this picture just called the cops on me <laughs> like this <laughs> what does that say <laughs> um, hold on I got another one uh, also this this one is also one of my favorites just the ah it's the same as that woman yes. in court yeah Philip Carjacker do you remember him you probably shouldn't say his name on the oh, podcast. Shit. <laughs> no, I. Oh, oh no, shit. I. I know, I do know him. Yes, Philip Karajek or whatever his name is. I love that we're just like naming names, naming names. Oh, this one. This one's my favorite to use. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that I had the the, the comedy yeah. to think of something. Hey, like let that. me look at this thing. <laughs> but the, I'm just stupid. Yeah, but also this. The homophobic oh, yeah. dog cracks me up, especially the I fact that... I don't like that one as much as you. You don't like it? I think it's so fucking funny, especially because it's like um, two, uh, two gay men own this dog, and he took the internet by storm. Anyways, Mimi's... Oh, hold on. I'm going to find it. You're going to find it. I'm going to find it. Clever girl. But like the homophobic Clever dog girl. cracks Put me up. Put the bass in your walk. Or don't. What else I got? I got uh, so I've I've recently moved to reaction picks. Also, this one you don't get this one anyways. But uh, yes, okay, it's, uh, okay. it's just Wanda with a gun. Uh, I have this one saved as a reaction pick if I ever need it. Oh, <laughs> I'm not looking for that anymore. Okay, I love that picture. Oh, this one, good reaction pick. The girls um, have been reading me for filth for doing that. Yes, this one also. <laughs> i love it so much I, also you can never go wrong with this one people be, people gay, be gay quinta, quinta brunson, brunson. <laughs> quinta brunson is so fucking so funny. fucking funny i'm so mad that she's not on a black lady sketch show anymore oh yeah she went to go do that with, elementary school show but that one's good you know what's it? good but it's not as funny as black oh, yeah. lady sketch show i have this one ready to go also <laughs> me too that's me uh, so i have i'm recently uh delving into the reaction pick situation but uh, i really just need a folder where i can just put reaction pick which apparently is what uh, the Gen Zs do. Um, Gen Zs. Gen Zs. Uh, I had this one. <laughs> what am I supposed to do What's with that? What's the picture of you? It, it, it looks very similar to me. Um, just a little bit more hair. But, I mean, it's just... Bitch, that's a wig. My hair or that one? Both. <laughs> my, my head. My head. My head. Uh, and then a, always a classic. Yeah, she's so sad. Yeah, she's she's so tired. Uh, anyway, sorry. Yeah, so um, cuneiform <laughs> is a language of the futures peoples, and when they moved on to like emojis and stuff, and then we're all just like, oh, we are we're learning, relearning all of the stuff, and cuneiform is just like, bitch, we got you. We all we're gonna scale this. We back. already done had herses. We're gonna scale this back to a couple lines, and people will just be like, two three lines. Vertical, four lines, horizontal. <laughs> ah, love that. Yeah. Clever. Um, 
Bhutanese Shadow Market. This one's fun. Oh, boy. And by that mean not fun. Oh, no, it's fun. Oh. Have you ever no. been a witch? Yes, sometimes. I dabble. Have you ever... So we know about astral projection. Mm. Have you ever astral projected and said, hmm, you know what? I need to bring some stuff home with me when I go. Like drugs. Astral projecting drugs? So the Bhutanese shadow market is apparently... um, Bhutan is a country in between China and and India. And it's... uh, worldwide known as like a extremely happy place uh-huh. and um uh they got a lot of monks there oh no Boop. <laughs> they got a lot of monks there uh-huh and uh so the monks are like in this in in this theory they're running a black market and so if you astral project and talk to the monks they can give you stuff while you're you can buy projecting. things from them yeah like uh drugs or 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 um forbidden sacred spiritual goods so like they can give you life elixir that will make people in in immortal or they can give you a soul trapped in a jar or happiness in a glass jar happiness in a glass jar yeah. you could probably buy it there yeah Got a plan for the weekend. There you go. Astral projection. To get happiness in class time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so some if somebody essentially can reach this high plane of understanding and they want to get these things, they just astral project and hang out with the monks and they're like, hey, you got that immortality potion? And they're like, yeah, bro. Yeah, come on over. We got you. Hold on to this. And then you, they put it in their slippery ghost astral projection yeah i didn't think that astral projections could interact with people are the monks also astral projecting when they're like meditating and then they interact but i I still don't think you can take anything earthly you can't physically grab anything how's that work i i don't know the the semantics of all of these things i'm just relaying them so that's that one and uh i'm just rela- i'm just telling the story hydrophobia yeah hydrophobia experiments um is essentially another name for rabies experiments so we all know ro- rabies causes rabies rabies rubies 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 ruby rabies doobie rabies they sure do mm-hmm. they sure do you know what i'm saying uh rabies doobie causing hydrophobia which uh-huh. when you have rabies it's um makes you not afraid of water but you don't drink it. You can't drink it because your body won't allow it because oh. of something. I don't know. It's a, it's so scary. It's scary, yeah. I couldn't imagine. I I, I looked. I watched this video sometime one time of this guy. He was like talking about the scariest things in the world, and it was like rabies. And it showed this video of this guy who actually had rabies, and they were trying to get him to swallow water, huh. and he just couldn't do it. Yeah. And the panic in his face was just ah. Oh. Yeah. Rabies is scary, especially because like when you get that's why when you get bit by an animal that you don't know if it had rabies or not, it's too long for them to take tests and stuff like that before you could get rabies. So it's always 
safer to get the rabies shot just ahead of, ahead of time. And the rabies shot is not an easy thing. You get it like stabbed into your stomach because it has to go to like your liver where it's processed. And so I think it's your liver. But like you get the injection, like a long ass needle stuck in your stomach. You had to get three injections. Oh. Yeah. So getting rabies shot is not just like a, oh, let me get pricked in the arm. No, that no. should, it, that, that should uh, deep. Um, yeah. So always get your rabies shot if uh, you get bit by an uh, unknown animal. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, they can't swallow water or whatever. And so it's a, the rabies um, virus is a single RNA strand virus. Mm-hmm. Like uh, herpes. Like herpes, like the flu, like um, common cold. And so um, the hydrophobia experiments are uh, supposed documents relating to experiments of combining of different RNA uh, viruses. So they're saying that they combined rabies with, like, the cold and we all know how quickly the cold can spread. Catch on, yeah. And so it's sort of like a very infectious and mutatable pathogen. Um, and there's been countries, specifically one that starts with an R, uh-huh. um, that have been studying it and trying to make it sort of a bioweapon um, in order to use it as a weapon of mass destruction, uh, but also as a... Uh, dead man switch so perhaps if they were infected and they can switch it on no so if somebody manages to wipe out the country that has it well if everyone's dead then the uh, the dead man switch activates and then they release this virus amongst the rest of the world like if you're going down if we're going down everybody's coming too oh gotcha um and so there are logs that exist from <laughs> A country from the 1980s in that was involved in the Cold War. <laughs> that started with an R. <laughs> that were um, they were doing that, and these hydrophobia experiments were just like not people frothing out of the mouth, but they weren't particularly violent or trying to kill each other. But after two or three weeks of not having water, not being able to drink water, um, people would either die of dehydration or start attacking people out of I mean, they're frustration. Di- they're dying, yeah. I mean, there's no mental facilities at that point. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so one of the theories also states that during the Iraqi conflict, one of the reasons that there was so much containment measures in the country was that the U.S., and the U.S. was so hesitant to leave is because there were lots of stolen samples of the hydrophobia virus um, in the Middle East, and the world governments were so, so shady about what was going on because they didn't want a, to alert worldwide panic. No, so they, they didn't want anyone. Plague. No, it was all about oil. <laughs> the yeah. only reason why we were fucking there. <laughs> it was all about oil. So there's that one. I'm not certain that I'm uh, single-stranded viruses, uh, RNA viruses don't really scare me too much. Um, I mean, it's that's not. They're easily treatable. Um, I mean, but we don't know about 
how somebody could mutate it. It's true. Bioengineering is a crazy world, but I'd be more worried about retroviruses because they uh, will literally code themselves in your DNA and reproduce, and that would be something to be more worried about. I mean, look at that. Because you have herpes. No, that's single-stranded RNA. I don't have herpes. (laughs) Do I? Am I? I I do get canker sores sometimes, but... Canker sores are not the same thing as a herpes sore. It's a type of herpes. Not inside the mouth. Yes. No. Yes. That's a bite. No. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten canker sores without, like, biting myself. I have not. Okay, well, that's so crazy. Um, anyways. Phantom time. Okay. <laughs> is a theory proposed by Herbert Illig. Uh, so, our understanding of, hi- of history since the death of Christ is largely uh, apparently made up. Wait, I what? Mean, Say that again? So our our modern understanding of history since the death of Christ is all made up. I've heard that before, actually. At the very least, the I saw it on Twitter like recently. Wacky. Yeah. Um, I saw this thing that someone was trying to refute and say that uh, history was basically just like, well, how do you know it happened like that? And then just like claimed that it was all like made up. And it's like, what? Well, this one has a very specific uh, turning point. So with the Holy Roman Emperor Otto III um, and the Pope uh, of the same time, Sylvester, they put together this sort of like idea to justify the placement of power. And so they added a bunch of years into the timeline. That is true. So that they could make it make sense. Yeah. Um, But I thought it was only like 20 or 30 years. Uh, it doesn't. It didn't specify it, several hundred oh, okay. years in this this theory, uh, so that would conveniently place them at the year uh, one thousand. Um, and so there was a whole battle over who had the divine right to Europe, and they looked to Otto, and then they looked to the Pope, and they were like, "If it's been exactly one thousand years since Christ died, um." This sounds really great for prophecies. We yeah. love that. We love that for us. Yeah. And so um, the whole Carolingian um, period of history is completely non-existent. Yeah. It's all a fable. And significant figures like Charlemagne did not exist at all. And they were made up as a means of further justifying the placement in history according to this Herbert Illig's theory. Specifically the years of... Uh, 1614 to 911 yeah. um, were made up. So 297 years of history. Um, and, I mean, it ties into the Gregorian calendar where there's all kinds of gaps because their mo- the months are wrong. And they're like, every 24 years you add one day and then every six years you add an hour to one day. Uh-huh. And it just is sort of like a... In a conspiracy theory, I, I actually it's not. It, I, this is a conspiracy conspiracy theory that I could actually like kind of dabble in because in Europe at this point there was no like after the whole the the Roman Empire fell uh, in what five hundred AD six hundred AD uh, there was no major. Um, Empire, timekeeper, empire, and anything like that that kept any 
thing records. going. No records, exactly. And so the Gregorian calendar was the only thing, but that was largely made up as well. So it was just like a question mark of actually how close to – no one actually knows that time was actually kept, essentially. Because yeah. um, uh, there was literally the Dark Ages where after the, the Roman Empire fell that we didn't see what happened until the Renaissance, 1400s. Like we and of course we have like documents here and there, but like we don't actually know how long time actually went on. So this is not that unbelievable to to see or to hear. Yeah, I don't know about the whole like creation of myths and like Charlemagne being a not a real person. I don't know about that. Like yeah, that. but I mean it's it's feasible for yeah. there to be years that were falsified. Yeah. I mean, we don't really know that much about any of these people or any of the things or when they actually lived. That I mean, one group of people, Britannia, could have been like, yeah, this is our year of whatever since ever since the Rome fell. But how do they know? How do they know when Rome fell? Like, yeah, because <laughs> Rome was attacked. Like the city itself was attacked by uh barbarians quote unquote but like people in the far reaches of the roman empire at the time denmark i um, mean britannia down to all the way to the china. ottoman empire china i mean people have had records for years exactly how can you match them up you can't especially because china then even also went through a period where they destroyed all the records after the 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 king empire came in and, and they were like dragons are fully real yes and they burned all their records of everything so I mean, even if, even if they still had records back in the 1400s, they were all burned. So, yeah. So uh, th this is the idea of time not being right is believable. The idea that people were erased from history or not real, not so much. <laughs> yeah, that is questionable. Mm -hmm. It could be real. Could be real, yeah. Um, null compliance security. Uh, so apparently there are... Uh, this is a, a very touchy subject because there are people that are still being investigated as to this. And some people are being um, hit. There's been hits for people that talk about it. Oh, boy. Um, so there are... There is a this essentially a truth serum. Yeah, that there is a truth serum out there and it has been discovered by medical companies and it's been given to uh, inmates in high security prisons who've done very violent crimes and it essentially kills. So uh, what is the Jungian uh, idea of your personality is like three levels your ego, your ID, and your super ego. I think those are the three. And essentially it takes you down to like bare bones, like no conscious uh, willpower. So like your brain can't hold you back from something. No, like your brain is not stopping you from doing anything. That's suggested to you. Yeah. You don't do anything on your own. You only do what is suggested to you. So it's compliance yeah. to an umpteenth degree. And so there is apparently a bunch of inmates out there that are that have been given this serum and they just follow orders. 
to a T. Okay. But, but this is being investigated, like, so supposedly. It's out there. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That's not fun. Whoa. I, I mean, that sounds like something that's plausible i mean after living not living i didn't live through that after after living through world war ii i was gonna say the cold war after having known about the cold war literally it was just years of uh all countries abusing people uh torturing many people and doing wild experiments so absolutely plausible possible I mean, it, it, years and years and years of this, decades worth. <laughs> and it, it, people saying, oh, it was all Russia. Absolutely not. United States did plenty of testing on people. They still do it. Yeah. Uh, Phlogian theory resurfacing. So the Phlogian theory, and I feel like I've talked about it before, is a, um element that's in everything. And it is the element that gives things the ability to be combustible so everything will have a phlogian level uh-huh. and so the ability to, to catch fire or be burned and so i mean people we have a phlogian level and that's what leads to um spontaneous, spontaneous combustion yeah. and like things like water have a phlogian level of zero <clears throat> yeah like there's there's no way for it to catch on fire and so the phylogian uh theory resurfacing is saying so i mean you can be deflogged deflogging was the term i think i used earlier um and contain it can pull phylogians out of people and make them zero phlogist um and so <laughs> zero phlogist whatever <laughs> I'm making fun so, of you. I'm making fun of whatever's listed. So uh, it's been discovered that different kinds of elements, there is a fourth state of matter known as plasma, and we've discovered this new state of matter, and perhaps the capability of being what fire is is the element that we're trying to discover through phylogeon. So fire also. is the element. Yes. Fire is just air on fire. No, it's an element that's inside our bodies, and it just hasn't been exposed. No. <laughs> so that's that, and apparently it's resurfacing. Uh, Why? You know, people be people nowadays. I just, I honestly, people are so fucking crazy. Do you just go into the grocery store and you look across and you're just like, which one of you is insane? Like, and, and I know that we talked about this recently on another episode of the podcast, where it was like, you look at people and say, who are you? What, what, which one of you here is a killer, serial killer, in some way, shape, or form? Um, but no, this is even, like, on top of that, and probably more common, uh, especially in this day and age where everyone's fucking insane. Um, who's crazy? Which one of you is a crazy, uh, uh, like, which one of you stormed the Capitol? <laughs> which me. I'm crazy. You're crazy? Which one of you here has uh, done something absolutely insane? Like, I don't. There's this lady that goes to the grocery store with me all the time. Not intentionally. We just are there at the same time. Yeah. And um, Are you one of those people that goes the same day and same time? Roughly, yeah. Mondays are grocery days. Yeah, that's fine. I'm a busy mom. Busy mom, busy mom. Uh, There's this woman, and she reminds me of, like, uh, 
fortune teller mm-hmm. from the 80s. Mm-hmm. Big hair. Big bangs. Big curled bangs. Big hair. So she still has eyebrows. 80s hair. He, like, know. very thin, but very dark. Yeah. And she just reminds me of a fortune teller. And I'm like, what? What have you done? What do you do successfully? successfully quickly. quickly. Who's out there? Oh, no. Are they touching my car? What car? Ask them to fix it. Fix my bumper. There's no car out there anymore. <gasps> oh, no. It's stolen. Santiago interference. <laughs> oh. um, so, we all know that plants are cognizant. I lo- Did you write this down? Yeah. We all know plants are cognizant. So we've talked about it before that plants can react to their environment. They can, and, yes, and all it of is that. true. And so they have a consciousness of some sort. So the Santiago theory of cognition or um, cognition. cognition, cognition is cognition suggests that our brain is a little more cognizant than. Us? Plants' brains are more cognizant? Ours. Oh, ours, ours is more cognizant than ours. Than our, than our consciousness. Oh, okay. So, you know how, like, when you'll be driving down the street and you'll be like... I blacked out. What if out. I just crashed this car? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I'm going over this overpass. Well, what if I just... I've, I thought about that several times, what actually, the on the way here. No, I mean, not specifically on the way here. But, like, when you come down uh, 45, and it's like, doing a little circle thing. And I'm like, what if I just, like kept on going straight because it, like down below is just death death and also many roads so like also the number of people that i see on the the like just walking on the 45 overpass i'm like why are you here literally you They're have just a trying to go somewhere they had a they could easily walk down underneath that overpass some people's car gets stuck there was no cars these are just people walking <laughs> Maybe they're looking for an adventure. Or bad news. Bad news bears. So this says that, you know, when your brain is like, what if you just murdered a bunch of people? And then they're like, would that be, your brain's like, what do you think about that? And you're like, no, absolutely not. And your brain's like, oh yeah, cool. No, I was just checking. But other people are like, maybe. And brain's like, "Mm -hmm." well, that's the, that's the Santiago uh, cognition. Is that the, the, uh, chemical x like uh no so it's saying that uh, some people in that one moment are interfered with by something and their 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 consciousness are just like uh yeah okay well that's what i'm gonna say like dennis rader was like the factor x or chemical x or whatever he said uh when he was like i just had this this urge to do these things this so this thing that took over me and allowed me to do these things. Yeah, kinda. Yeah. That's um, what he claims. Well. Uh, I mean, it could be a murder. But yeah, uh, yes, absolutely. A destructive, terrible human being murder. And so your brain just kind of checks in sometimes to make sure that you're doing stuff. You, the right you way. doing okay? <laughs> and sometimes some people don't agree. Don't agree. Um, Alien Moore island uh, so is there used to be this lighthouse um set on Il- Moore island um 
And one year, in the year 1900, there were three lighthouse keepers there running it. And um, while they were there, one night a heavy fog set in around the lighthouse so that, uh, so heavy that the relief keepers, who the ones that were going to switch them out, like, you guys are on for a week, we're on for a week. Mm. The relief keepers that were going to go there, they were stalled a whole week from sailing out to the lighthouse because the, the fog was so thick. Interesting. Damn. And so, because um, I couldn't get there, they couldn't get. Like, there. I have no idea how to get there. Um, so when they got there, the the crew of the lighthouse were all missing, um, and by missing, it was like no trace, were no they, trace at all. And they were, were they hungry and tried to leave. All their food was still there, oh. um, and the food was set out on the table. The doors uh, to the bedrooms were shut. The beds were made. Um, it was like they were going about their daily lives and they just disappeared. But um, so the second lo- the second mate kept a logbook of what occurred. Um, in the logbook, he said that they experienced massive storms so turbulent and powerful that it caused the three lifelong sailors to come out and pray and cry before the final entry simply said that the storm had stopped. God is over all. And then they were never seen from again. So... Elaine Moore is an island that is not far from the mainland of Chicago. Or Chicago. <laughs> Scotland. Uh-huh. <laughs> Chicago, Scotland, very Same close thing. to each other. Um, so this, the no storms were reported in Scotland. Um, that sounds like a hurricane. Yeah. But also, if these people are waiting on shore to get to this lighthouse, there's either a storm or... Like you're not the fog is the fog was apparently very heavy. Yeah, but what I'm saying the 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 lighthouse is not that far offshore. It should not be that far and offshore. You should be able to see the light. From the see lighthouse. the light, or like I'm not saying it, what I'm saying is like if there was a storm at the lighthouse, whoever's on shore or close to the shore knows that there was also a storm. So if they're in a small like village that's outside of this lighthouse or something like that, or waiting for the fog to clear. On the shore, they would know they would also know there's a storm, but they didn't. That's what I'm saying. And so some people believe that there was a dimensional rift, or like that the fog was a sort of tear in reality, mm-hmm. and they were trans transported to a different realm. Um, anyways, no one's ever seen from them or heard from them again. And it's unexplained as to how they would have gotten off the island uh-huh. and where they would have went. Yeah. And it's unexplained to the day. Interesting. Sphinx water erosion. Hypothesis implications. Oh, boy. So, where's the Sphinx? Egypt. Cairo. Is it really rainy there? No. 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 Not really rainy there. Not Not very rainy. So not why, a lot of rain. So why is most of the Sphinx gone? Why is it eroded? Wind. Well, most experts say that it's water erosion. What? Yeah. I mean, okay. And apparently it's built 4,500 years ago. Not a lot of rain in Egypt. Yeah, 4,500 years is a long time. 4,500 years of a little bit of rain. <laughs> That suggests some people believe that the the erosion of the Sphinx is more akin to double the time. So, so 9,000 years. Oh. 
um, and that the stone has been eroded, but uh, Egyptians, it essentially expands our timeline from 4,500 years to 9,000 years. That the pyramids and the Sphinx was built yeah. 9,000 years ago instead. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And that makes um, a lot of religions have a lot more plausibility of saying, look at all this time that actually did pass. So things have been happening for much longer than other people will recognize or admit. Yeah. And that's it. Good for them. I, I, I mean, that's not much of a, of a conspiracy. That is just a, um, a thought that these things, I, I also feel like we've done carbon dating on these different materials and stuff like that as well, which was also very interesting because I feel like I read something that said that the, the stone that was used in the pyramids is not something that is readily found in Egypt. Where did it come from? Exactly. That's a, there's the you know all sorts of conspiracy theories out there. So they certainly do. Uh huh. Them do. Uh, archonic genetic engineered entities. So uh, archons are basically demons from Gnosticism, Which, if you'll recall. Remind me. Gnosticism is a. <laughs> A religion from ancient Greeks that has a lot to do with math. You did this recently, didn't you? I mean, it's part of this whole theory. Yeah. Um, and so... Yeah. So there's a lot of yeah. people that will believe that these demons from this Gnostic religion have a way to infect us through our uh gallbladder meridian which is this the center it, i mean it starts in your ears and then it goes into your brain and at the center point it runs all the way down and uh essentially it's like a main line control center for your whole body does uh, it go into your gallbladder <laughs> what is it called gallbladder I had mine removed, so I guess I'm free now. No. No, no, Because you no. don't have a pancreas. Oh, yeah. So the archons um, have developed these parasites that it, they look like jellyfish, and they implant people through their ears, and they go down their gallbladder meridian, and they start to slowly suggest things to people, like the way that they should look or talk to family, or should they become more reserved or... It's essentially like a voice in the back of your head, sort yeah. of um, akin to your inner monologue. And um, I have a monologue. No, you say everything out loud. That's true. <laughs> you have no inner that's, thoughts. That's why I'm on three podcasts, <laughs> bitch. Um, and so, <clears throat> essentially, we are commandeered by parasites or others are commandeered by parasites and, and nobody's the wiser i mean there's full ideas and uh, there's a full religion on the idea that there are aliens living inside of us so not crazy abnormal sorry okay i mean i don't believe in any of that but what i'm saying is it's not because you're infected yeah i'm infected here i am it's a jellyfish stuck in the back of my head no it's just my bald spot shiny 
Yeah, so pretty. Eggless travel. Eggless. So in the 1980s, um, there was a video known as Ong's Hat, and Ong's Hat is apparently a, a, a an abandoned town in New Jersey, and it was supposedly the place for this conspiracy theory. It's one of the oldest online stories on the internet, staring starting in the 1980s um, on an internet bulletin. So a group of Princeton professors had had enough. They did some experimentation with things like quantum mechanics. And they developed a way to perform a form of dimension travel. Um, in other words, like teleportation. Mm-hmm. Um, and they would time travel with it um, in something known as an egg, which is like a device that they described that made them capable of moving through dimensions. Um, so this theory suggests that uh, they got to a point where they no longer needed the egg. And they would just travel. They would seemingly like hop at the click of a hat. Click of a hat. Click of a hat. Jump tip, of a, a nickel. Tip of what? A, tip of a of a dollar. Yeah, they would do that, mm-hmm. and they would just like go wherever they wanted, and uh, they would like. That's why there's all those pictures of like. Man, at Kennedy assassination has sunglasses that look like millennials. Yeah. And uh, Lincoln's assassination man uses cell phone. Like all these pictures of photographic evidence of time travelers. People uh, do people doing crazy shit. People be doing. People be doing shit. Um, and so it's basically saying that these they found out how to do this eggless travel. And that's why we see them. But they have superpowers that they can basically just travel at a, a whim. Yep. Yeah. Um, prolepsis. So. Prolapse? Pro, prolapse. My anal did what? Prolapsed. But yeah. we're talking about prolepsis. Oh, okay. Sorry. Different situation. So is a concept within literary works. Um, it's like an event that alludes to an event that happened before. Um, so it's, I mean, it's, it's like a flashback moment. Yeah. Kind of. So like deja vu. Yeah. Um, so, but like, um, so like a dead man came through a door, which implies that the character is going to die, but he's not dead yet is the illusion that it suggests. Uh, What? Dead man came through the door, but he's not dead yet, but he will be. So, not us, but, like, somebody that's dead walks in, Mm -hmm. and we're like, oh, hey, he's there, and then the person dies, and he's still there, kinda. Dead man walks through a door, but he's not dead yet, so it, it eludes that he is going to die, so, like... You remember the death dogs? Yeah. So the dog- oh no, the one that I that I researched. Yeah, one, the, like you saw the dogs and you knew you were gonna then die. You knew yes. you were gonna die. Cadejo, yeah. Yeah, essentially that, except it's a person. Yeah. And so you're like, wow, what are you doing here? And they're like, chilling, just hanging out. And then you die. And then that person dies, and then we go and see. They're like, oh, they're dead, but they just visited us. Yeah. And so, um. 
Yeah, it's it's like foreshadowing existing history and everything from religious describing what nations would rise and fall and all kinds of things like this that are um, only recently being discovered. Uh, it, it implies that there's inevitable conclusions that every society will reach. Uh, or in other words, it's like two separate experiments happening in two different points at time and they come together at the same time to have the same end results. So it's like this idea that, like, uh, hey, let's see what happens to this person. And in both realities, the person dies. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, we're here, not worried about anything. And uh, we'll call them bitches. Bitches. Bitches just is dying. Uh. Like at the moment, and all of a sudden, bitches just walks in on us, and we're like, "Bitches, what are you doing?" In a here? different dimension, bitches is dying. In a different dimension, but in our dimension, they bitches walk is in. Fine for now. Yeah, and then the the two realities coincide, and then bitches is just dead. Yeah, and we're like, "Bitches, but we just saw we just saw bitches, and he was fine. He was." Living his best life. So death to bitches in a different dimension leads to death to bitches now. Yes. In our dimension. Yes, but not always. Not always. Okay. Um, and I don't know why. Uh, oh. <laughs> so you can run and tell that. Homeboy. Homeboy. Home, home, homeboy. Um, yeah. So it's like a chicken and egg paradox, like. Which happened first. Yeah. Who died in which dimension and who got to live longer and got seen by other people. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Stonehead of Guatemala. So in the 1950s in Guatemala, for whatever reason, a bunch of researchers went to this uninhabited area of Guatemala. And they saw this giant head statue. And they were like, hmm, great statue. I love that doesn't really match any of the other art around here so what's up with that and so uh they went back to it doesn't specify their home country but it went back to their home country um and there was like a big political war that took place in guatemala and they came back years later they're like we gotta go see that head again and uh it wasn't there when they got back oh. following to direct coordinates um they couldn't find it. And There's no direct coordinates back then. They no, they got lost. All right. Anyway, sorry. Um, essentially, they said that uh, perhaps the head was a giant that lived in the middle of the world. And it went back. It left. Mm -hmm. No. I... It was like, it was just like, I'm going to have a good day. Let me just pop out of the earth. <gasps> Oh shit! Oh, Researchers shit. stone. But they left, and he was like, "Okay, good. Okay, Boop. going back to Agartha. Yeah. Oh lord. No, it's that it, they got lost. No. Do you know the number of times that people were like, "Hey, I'm looking for my colony," in the 1600s, and they showed up 17 miles south, and they're like, "Oh, where are they at? They're all dead. No, bitch, you you don't know where you're going." Roanoke, sorry. Who can say? Who can, who can say? It's uh, a giant. The phone mafia. 
Um, so we all have spam sp- calls, spam callers, oh, um, and they're actually part of a much larger and more grand body. And uh, so the Nigerian prince, the uh, your car insurance warranty is running out. You have a warrant out for your arrest There's, in New York. You got uh, a speeding ticket. You got to pay. Uh, you're going to get arrested. The IRS needs your account information. So it's not just individuals. It's a mob. I can believe it. It's the mafia. Yeah. I don't, I don't know the mafia. Actually, if you were to say it was the government, I would be like, yes. It could be the government. It could be, it could the, be the mafia. I would believe the government. Who knows? And um, and the government's like, we're going to stop spam calls. I have gotten three today. Normally, it's up to seven or eight a day. So, Well, I mean, when did you last hear about the mafia actually doing anything? Uh, what year would you put that at? Probably the nineties. What have they been doing I've... since then? Hiding. Why? Putting people on the Real Housewives. No, they've been on the phone, bitch, mm. scamming old people out of their sense. retirement and social security. Makes sense. And uh, yeah, I think they're doing it. I mean, like I said, if you said the government, I would absolutely, absolutely have believed absolutely. that. Absolutely. 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 Who am I, Sean Connery? Mm-hmm. Approaching Sean stars. Connery. So you remember when I said that the universe was ever expanding? Yes. And that's why things are this getting further apart? This is the opposite. So uh-huh. things are getting closer and closer. And we won't die of heat death of Amen. our uni- of our galaxy. Die because all the stars converge here getting on Earth? too close. Why do people think that the Earth is the center of all this? Like, we're literally not. We're not. They don't give a shit. No one gives a shit. The universe does not give a shit about us. Nothing's rotating back here. Oh, boy. Um, I mean, technically, a star could be approaching us. All the time. All the... Yes. Um, We're a whirling nothing amongst... A whirly doodle is what it's called. Amongst a lot of whirly doodles of nothing. And there's some point that a whirly doodle could interact with another whirly doodle, and then suddenly a whirly doodle gets a sun thrown at us. So, absolutely possible. Those things are not happening readily or speedily, rapidly. That one. There you go. Um, Love Shack. Love Shack, baby, Love Shack. No. Oh, no. Not on my watch. Not the B-52s. Uh, is an operating system that oh. supposedly contains a grand truth of the universe and um so i mean what do you know about computer operating systems uh, i know a lot okay so apparently there's code i know code yeah okay so there's code in the love shack operating system that is like the grand truth or um the middle concept that all forms of human expression and science can be defined by so supposedly if we got in there and entered some sort of like a equation, it would convert it into calculus, and then that would convert into forms of poetry, so that it would convert into spiritualism, and um, we'd be able to find out the meaning of life. So what you're saying is math, computers are math, which is culture, which is spirit, which is divination mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. lord get out of here sorry 
No, that doesn't make make any sense. Math is not uh, the the answer. Math is the language of the universe. It is actually that's true. And I think the you know what really freaks me out. You know, so our math is based on like intervals of ten. Some other cultures have math that's like intervals of twelve, and like I cannot wrap my mind around it. Like it's like like twelve is the is the ten. Is a 10. So you count up to 12 and you start again and count up to 24 essentially. But like those are like their increments. Yes. Because, like, for example, German, kind of. It's not, this is not a, a concrete um, way, but like they have words for every single letter up to 12 that are all different. And then it changes at 13, but then it goes to a 10 interval, which makes no sense. So it wasn't like. Um, ein und zehn, uh, zehnsisch, which is uh, that would be eleven. Instead, it's uh, elf, and then you got zwölf, which is twelve. But then it goes to uh, uh, ein dreizehn, uh, which is thirteen. Uh, vierzehn, fünfzehn. Uh, so why isn't like zweizehn or unzehn? Like that would if it was a ten interval, that would make more sense. But like that's the idea. Is like you count up to twelve. And then you count up to 12 again and count up to 12. And, like, that's how you change those things. And so our focus on tens is, like, just our culture. I mean, base is in – there's plenty of bases out there. Base 10 makes sense to me because 10, 100, 1,000. But base 12 is what makes sense to other people or base 8 or something like that, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Logarithms. So it is technically not the uh, – final answer of the universe math is not the final answer of the universe sorry exactly okay um that this one's a little rough um yeah uh what what do you get when you have a in order to prevent yourself to get a a disease A a vaccine so um some people believe that in the 2000s the cia was like huh huh we can edit genes now let's get some of those mk ultra people out here and uh we're gonna recode their dna with something Maybe like a liquid that we inter- inject into them, and uh, it like prevents them from getting a disease. But then um, their belief in a higher power or calling uh, just goes away. So you get a disease, and you no longer believe in things. And you no longer believe in in like Christianity. And that other like, things like religion. That so, is just fodder for alt-right groups and MAGA people to be like, oh, oh, they're injecting us with stuff and they're going to make us lose our Christianity. So no more vaccines. Essentially a way to chemically castrate people. Oh my God. And uh, apparently the CIA is like doing it to overseas populations, hoping that they fall in line with, rad- fall in line with radicalization and uh yeah basically that i mean maybe 
I don't think that you can inject something in somebody and then make them stop believing it in God. No, that's not going to happen. I, I mean, but at the same time, I would not doubt that there are there is forces out there in the uh, from the American government that are out there just uh, causing people to not that per se, but I mean, causing populations to ra- radicalize. I and mean, we've done it for generations mm-hmm. through injections. Probably not, but there are, are options out there. <laughs> yes, there are. Yes, there are. And that's the last of Conspiracy Theory Tier Tier 9, Part 3. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, indeed. Oh, boy, indeed. I love that. Well, we are so close to finishing Conspiracy Theories. How how incredible is that? I'm ready. You're ready? Are you ready? You're ready to do something else besides Conspiracy Theories? I also love that you, like, were so tired of me attempting Conspiracy Theories that you were like, I'm just going to do... I'm gonna do months, a months Fuck worth off. of conspiracy theories, so Chris can no longer believe in something, <laughs> something stupid. What were you afraid I was gonna turn alt right all of a sudden? No, I'm trying to get you interested in uh, Taoism. Oh, yeah, but that's a religion. It's a different situation. Conspiracy. Uh, honestly, I think all religions are conspiracy, but that's a new. Yeah, it's fine. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Economy Works. We love that. A freelance talent network that connects professionals with project work. If you're a company that needs help writing job descriptions, conducting marketing analysis, or managing your social media platforms, Economy Works has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with less. Economy Works. When we work, the, the economy, economy works. works. Find out more about Economy Works at economyworks.com. That's E-C-O-N-O-M-I-W-O-R-K-S.com. Economy Works. That's good. Um, and of course, we'd love to thank our dear sister podcast, the Let's, Let's Talk, talk about, about Gay Stuff podcast. podcast. Let's Talk About Gay Stuff brings you the latest and greatest and up-to-date information about the struggles, trials, tribulations, history of the LGBTQ plus community. The Los Gibbetis. Um, You've been there. I've dabbled. Before. Once it, or twice. Once or twice. I'd and show you share lots well. of important information for all of the LGBTQs. The to last know. episode, I yelled a lot. You want to listen? Yell. <laughs> what? You always yell. That's true. I, don't I, just, hear I just talk at a different volume than everyone else. Uh, you only got the one volume. I went to a client's house uh, actually yesterday. Uh, and uh, it like... I know that I talk loudly, but, like, this man was, like, on, like, full blast. And I was like, holy shit. Like, we're right here. <laughs> like, we're right here, dude. And he's like, yeah, so we're doing this. I'm like, oh, my God. They were 70. No, they were uh, my age, our age, my age. <laughs> so they were older than me. They were younger than you. No. I think he's twenty eight, but yes, and look much older than me. 
We'd love to thank our sister podcast. Uh, they're available at Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at Let's Talk About Gay Stuff.com. Let's Talk About Gay Stuff on Facebook and Instagram and Talk Gay Stuff on Twitter. If you'd like to send them an email, that's Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at gmail.com. You're also here. You're queer. You're listening to uh, our spooky podcast. Uh, that's a different tagline. Um, uh, so come listen to us more often subscribe to us you probably should already have uh we've got 147 episodes uh you've got a lot to listen to you got a like lot to dumb bitches on. talking dumb gay bitches honestly that's stay how I, tuned and also look back uh that's how i pitch our podcast i'm like hey you like listen to two gay boys cackle about stupid shit our spoopy podcast have, is perfect have, for you. I got something for you. <laughs> I got something for you. That's rspoopypodcast.com, our spoopy podcast on Instagram, our spoopy on Twitter, and our spoop on Facebook. You want to send us an email? rspoopypodcast at gmail.com. That's true. That's true. That's true. That is true. It's true. It's true. It's true. Um, should we tell them to get it's spoopy, spoopy with, with it? it?